What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of High on Infinity, the podcast dedicated to everything sports and nerd culture. I am your host, Jacob Knight, and thank you for joining us for another great week. On today's episode, we're talking about the cover player for the new NBA 2K game. How much will these games on the next console cost? Sports teams considering name changes and Patrick Mahomes make a contract. So sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Yes, 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 that time of weekend, everybody. Episode 59 of the Hound Affinity Podcast, a podcast dedicated to everything sports and nerd culture. Like always, I'm your host, Jacob Knight. Your first time listening to the podcast, welcome to the podcast. And if you are a returning listener, we're glad to have you back for another fantastic episode. And just a quick announcement we are now on Facebook. Yes, make sure, please go like the Facebook page. High on Infinity Podcast. Any likes will be greatly appreciated. And on the Facebook page, we'll post, of course, feature episodes, podcast news, and other stuff pertaining to the podcast. You know, I'm attempting to do a few posts a week besides the posting of the actual episode of the podcast. Just trying to get the podcast name out there a little bit more because more exposure for the podcast would not hurt. So as of now, like I said, we're on Facebook. So go like the page, High on Infinity Podcast. We're on Twitter at High on a high infinity pod and just add me on facebook to a jacob knight or follow me on instagram and twitter at so yeah, I'm asian but there's no plans for an instagram page just yet and i'm still also working on a blog site that i said uh, i think i said a couple weeks ago i wanted to start a blog site for that's still uh coming together but besides that hope everybody's having a good weekend pretty much a three-day weekend for most of us i took a four-day weekend because i did not want to come back to work um, <laughs> I did a lot of stuff. Uh, this well, yeah, I really didn't do that much stuff. I just uh, just basically rest and relaxation, hung out with friends, watch a few TV shows, and play some video games. And speaking of video games, let's talk about The Last of Us Two. I have not yet finished that game yet. Uh, my goal is to finish it this upcoming weekend, and then give you my full thoughts, my full thoughts on the game in next week's episode. And just fair warning, when I talk about when I talk about the game next week. I'm going to talk about everything, so spoilers will be talked about. I'm going to talk about plot, gameplay, story, the story, characters, likes, dislikes, and my final thoughts about the game. Basically, like a pseudo game review, probably my first uh, game review I talked about on here. And I know I'm about a month late after the game's release, but I do not like rushing through games. After, I don't want to you know, get the game and beat it in two or three days, so expect me to talk about the Last of Us 2 more in detail next week. And don't be surprised if that's the only thing I talk about on next week's episode. And what, I, what else I was talking about? Yeah, TV shows. TV shows. Started, I started a new one and I finished the show. Uh, I started a new anime called Hunter x Hunter. It's on Netflix. But I think it's on Hulu too. But uh, I, I canceled my Hulu. But I'm thinking about getting my Hulu back because YouTube TV is about to raise the price up on their streaming services so i'm gonna cancel that and get my hulu and pay that little extra more money just to have it with no ads because once you taste that forbidden fruit of no ads when you're streaming you'll never go back to ads again but a basic premise of hunter x hunter is about this kid who wants to be called a hunter and a hunter in their world is like a person who hunts whatever is assigned to them and also the kid wants to be a hunter as well because his dad is considered one of the best hunters in history and it was a funny joke in the first episode where the kid's aunt who raised them asked why he wanted to be a hunter. And the kid said that being a hunter must be cool if his dad never came back and raised him. So I found I got a little chuckle out of that, but I'm a few episodes in probably 10, 12, 13 episodes in, and it's a really good show. I like it so far. And I want to start, uh, 
another great show too. I want to start Ozar hopefully within the next couple of weeks. I just want to finish up this current crop of shows that I'm watching at the moment. And I heard real good things about the show Ozark. And speaking of good shows, I finished Avatar The Last Airbender uh, you know, in the course of the week. And just give me a few minutes to gush over how great this show is. I still haven't forgave myself for not watching this show as a kid growing up because this show was so good. By far one of the best things Nickelodeon's ever put out. And that's saying a lot. You know, thinking they had SpongeBob, Rugrats, Cat Dog, all the other classic TV shows of kids. This one, you know, rises above those shows, in my opinion. And I enjoyed watching it. Took me about three weeks to finish the series on Netflix. I might rewatch it, you know, later on this year, depending on how things go. A lot of great episodes. I like the episode where, of course, if you've seen the show, you know what I'm talking about, where they went to the library in the desert and they fought that big owl and i also had the episode where the fire nation tried dri- tried to drill a hole in the earth kingdom wall and also the arc where the crew found out that bossing say was corrupt and of course the last episode where ang fought the was that the phoenix king and he put that work to him i wanted ang to kill him but i remember this was a tv show it, well yeah i remember this was a tv show for kids so they can't show that kind of stuff but I like the subject matter they talked about on this show, too, because a lot of it was not, you know, catered to kids. I was like, why are they talking about this on this kind of show? But uh, this show was way ahead of its time. They talked about genocide when the Fire Nation tried to when the Fire Nation killed everyone in the fire. Well, yeah, the Fire Nation killed everyone of the air nomads. They had how the Fire Nation was like totalitarian, trying to take over other nations and claim it as their own. And probably one of the best things about the show was this well-written characters of course from Zuko probably some of the best character development I didn't seen um watching tv I put it up there with Steve Harrington from Stranger Things y'all know how I feel about Stranger Things uh you know because Steve was probably the most hated character in the show season one now season three now season three he's probably the most loved character in the show how Zuko I wouldn't I didn't hate him you know Zuko in the first season he was a villain and at the end of the uh, at the end of the show he's a good guy now you throw him Sokka, Aang, Uncle Iroh, and all the female characters was really great. There's very few shows that women characters are just as well written, or in this case, even better than the men characters. Yeah, Katara, who showed that like women, they can like uh they can water bend or you know bend too. Even though I I didn't like how, I didn't appreciate how she friend zone Aang for the majority of the show up until the very end, and also throwing Azula who rose to power, became the Fire Lord. Even though she was high-key crazy, you throw in Toph, one of my favorite characters. You throw in Mei, Ty Lee. Who I really did consider his villains, along with Iroh, because they were just you know on the wrong side of history at the moment being in the Fire Nation. Then you throw in Suki, and you got a great cast of female characters. So Avatar The Last Airbender was, or is, a fantastic show. I recommend it to anybody, no matter how, to, how old you are. If you got kids, I recommend that show for them. And of course, well, yeah, I done rambled on about Avatar for quite a bit now. Now we're going to get into the actual topics of the show. So last week, NBA 2K announced the three cover players for their upcoming game, NBA 2K21. They have three versions of the game coming out. You have the Standard Edition, the Next Gen Edition, and the Legend Edition. Uh, two of the covers got some blowback, and of course, one got acclaimed. So we're going to look at all the cover players, give my thoughts on the players 
being on that cover. So we're going to start off from the one that didn't get no criticism to the one that got the most criticism. First, we're going to start off with the Legend Edition, or this year is called the Mamba Forever Edition. Kobe Bryant is bracing the 2K cover for the third time. He was on the cover of the 2K10 game and the 2K17 game the year after he retired on the Legend Edition cover of that game. And sadly, we all know Kobe Bryant passed away in a helicopter crash this past January. It's still hard to believe that Kobe Bryant is gone. Like I see all his highlights on, you know, Instagram, Twitter, like, man, he really is gone. But of course, you know me, I love the fact that he's on the covers of this game. You already know I'm a huge Laker fan, diehard Laker fan. Kobe Bryant is one of my favorite players of all time. He is my GOAT. And I like that he got two covers for this game. And it's painted like in the style of a mural. And like to me, murals are supposed to are being made to honor legends. And Kobe Brown, of course, is a basketball legend. And shout out to this one page I follow on Instagram. It's called Kobe Mural on, like I said, on Instagram. Uh, if you're a Kobe fan, Laker fan, basketball fan, or just a fan in general of great artwork, this this is a great page to follow. Uh, this page is basically a page of just a whole bunch of murals all over the world dedicated to Kobe Bryant. And once again, that is Kobe Mural on Instagram. But back to what I'm saying, I love the cover of the Legend Edition games. Uh, it makes me want to buy 2K now. I don't, I don't even play 2K like that, but Kobe being on the cover of the Legend Edition makes me want to get the game now. <laughs> but uh, moving on is the Standard Edition. Damian Willard of the Portland Trailblazers was revealed to be the cover player. Uh, this reveal... To me, received like lukewarm reception. Nothing against Damian Willard. Uh, he's a great basketball player, and I like watching him play. But I do believe that he's not given the due as one of the best players in the game. But I do feel like they just gave him the cover because almost every other superstar already got the cover. Like LeBron, Kevin Durant, Steph, James Harden, Anthony Davis, Kyrie, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I think Russell Westbrook is probably one of the only big-name superstars to not have the cover of a game yet. But I felt like 2K was just like, who hasn't got the cover of the game yet? Oh, Damian Lillard from the Portland Trailblazers? Well, let's give the cover to him then. That's how I felt That's how I felt it went down. And a lot of people online thought Kawhi Leonard should have got the cover of the game instead. And I can see where they're coming from. You know, of course, Kawhi Leonard, the reigning finals MVP, top five player in the game, one of the biggest storylines throughout this NBA season with the Battle of L.A. against the Lakers. And usually the cover player is someone who had a good year the previous year. You know, they they won the title or won the MVP. They usually get the cover. But Damian Willard had a good year last year. Of course, his team made it to the Western Conference Finals. But his team hasn't been great, to be honest, this year. Portland has been a disappointment this year. Uh, so far, Portland is 29 and 37. I think I looked it up as their record. They're the ninth seed currently in the standings, but that may change when we restart the NBA season later on uh, this month. But I think that was the cause for pause for people when he when he when he was announced to be on the cover. Usually, the cover athlete is not on a losing team. But let's get to the most controversial cover player, the Next Gen Edition. Grace in the cover of the Next Gen Edition is no other than the rookie sensation himself from the New Orleans Pelicans, Zion Williamson. A lot of people are like, why he's on the cover of the game? He hasn't played a full season yet. And true, uh, I looked up a, a stat, or I saw a stat online I thought I found really interesting. Uh, when LeBron was on the cover, I think 2K 13 to 14, they said at that time, he played 908 games before getting on the cover, while Zion only played 19 games before getting on the cover of 2K. Me personally, 
I don't have a problem with Zion being on the cover of 2K. I can see why they did it because, you know, Zion is a star. Uh, he don't have the games under his belt uh, to be one, but popularity-wise, popularity wise, he's a star. He's been a star since he was a senior in high school, being, you know, getting millions of views on Instagram for his dunks during high school games. And his name carries a lot of weight in the NBA now, somewhat, because New Orleans, Pel New Orleans Pelican games was never on TV when Zion was hurt. And when they started when he started playing, New Orleans was on the TV every other night. And per me personally, I like Zion. I think he's going to be a good player in the league, possibly the future face in the league when, you know, when LeBron leaves. But other players or other people thought that other players like Luka, Trey Young, even John Morant, hell, maybe even Jason Tatum should have been on the cover of the next-gen edition. No arguments here for me because I think they're all great players as well. But I do believe that John Morant should be rookie of the year if he continues to play well when the NBA season restarts. But we saw the writing on the wall already. Zion was part of the 2K21 reveal at the PS5 unveiling a few weeks ago. So when Zion, so we knew Zion had, to, had something to do with being on the cover of 2K. And like I stated, I didn't have a problem with Zion being on the cover of a 2K game because at first I was like, why we need three versions of a game? Usually they only have two because usually they have just the, the standard edition and the legend edition. I thought about it for a second. I was like, wait a second, next gen. Oh, next gen is for the new system. So Damian Willard, just to clear some confusion, Damian Willard is going to be on the cover of the current uh, systems, the PS4 and Xbox One, and Zion is going to be on the cover of the new systems, the PS5 and the Xbox Series X, and Kobe's two covers, one of them is going to be for the, you know, this generation, and the other one's going to be for the new consoles coming out, so you see what happens when you just do a little more research, but wrapping things up, I love the Legend Edition covers, y'all already know why I'm, uh, with the standard cover and no problem with the next gen cover edition but no official release date yet for when these games will come out i think i read fall 2020 and i looked up past uh 2k games and usually those games release in september and i assume they'll release the standard edition in september and possibly release the next gen edition when the new systems come out and 2k yeah like I said, it's going to be on both the the current gens and the next gen consoles and and, and just to clarify one more time the current gen console will have Damian Willard on the cover, while the next gen will have Zion Williamson on the cover. And moving on to next gen, let's talk about the next gen game costs. With the new systems, of course, the PS5 and the Xbox Series X set the release in a few months. We're still waiting on the price of both systems. And I heard rumors that both companies are trying to wait the other one out for a price release so the other company can undercut the one that announced the price before them. But with the release of the cover players of the upcoming 2K21 NBA game, we have an idea on how much these next-gen games will cost because listed online for uh, NBA 2K21, it's listed at $69.99, $70, just rounded up, which is a $10 increase for um, the current-gen games, you know, just $60. And usually we see this pattern when a new system comes out. Uh, when it was the Xbox, PlayStation 2, and the GameCube, games were $50. The PS3, Xbox 360, and the Wii games were $60. And shockingly, it stayed the same price, $60, with the release of the PS4, Xbox One, and the Wii U slash Switch. So when so uh, video game prices have been about $60 for the past 13, 14 years. My initial thoughts on the prices may go up. Um, 
to be honest, I'm not really that shocked because, you know, a lot of people are probably going to be upset because they raised the price up because people don't like change. Just for an example, when I was in college, I worked at a Little Caesars, of course, you know, home of the $5 high and ready. There's a point in time where, uh, oh, <laughs> quick story before I get into that, there's a point, there was one time where people don't pay attention to what question they ask. And one time this one woman asked me, she was like, how much is a $5 pizza? And I just sat in there and looked at her. Like she just asked me how much was a $5 pizza. Like the price is in the sentence right there. And there's another time when uh, this woman paid for a $5 pizza and I told her, hey, the price is like, I think $5.45 after taxes. And she was like, I thought it was $5. And I thought to myself, like this woman never heard of taxes. But back to my point, uh, there's a point in time where Little Caesars raised the price up from $5 to $5.55. And I will tell you people flipped out like they were getting unnecessarily mad that we raised the price we like they thought we doubled the price that's how got that's how mad they got like man only 55 cent y'all get in a in a jam over this but like i said people do not like change sometimes but with the next gen games possibly being 70 dollars i'm not that i'm not that surprised to be honest the way they're talking about these new systems you need one of those tvs the jetsons got in order to play it talking about you need 8k to play this i'm like 8k I just got a smart TV. I, I hope that's getting enough. But with the technology getting better in video games, I would not be surprised if the next-gen games on the PS5 and Xbox Series X will be $70. Well, technically $75 after taxes. And this is why games being this expensive. I don't just buy games on a whim. Uh, unless, you know, there's a few cases like Horizon Zero Dawn and Overwatch where I didn't expect to get the game, but I just got it. Because usually when I buy a game, that game's been on my radar or, or i've been having my eye on that game for a few months but because you know 60 dollars is nothing to sneeze at 60 dollars is a lot of money uh now you bump it up to 70 i'm definitely gonna be more considerate on the games i buy because 70 dollars that's usually my power bill you know but nothing isn't official yet as of now from what i'm reading nba 2k21 is listed 70 dollars but i would not be surprised if all the next gen games are bumped up from 60 to 70 dollars With the climate we're in today, of course, you know, with the ongoing fight for racial equality, there's been a lot of cases of people, places, or things that are being deemed racially insensitive that are being brought to the forefront, such as people in high places losing their job for things they say on social media, which is why you always have to watch what you post because you never know who was watching. And of course, the banning of the Confederate flags of places, which I agree with. People say that the flag represents, quote unquote, Southern pride, but it's all, but it also represents a group of people who wanted to leave the United States because they wanted to keep uh, African Americans as slaves. And also, the Confederacy lost the war. If you want the way the white flag and call it the Confederate flag, I'm cool with that. So I don't mind them taking down the Confederate flags all and the statue. Take them all down, in my opinion. But let's get back to topic. Two sports franchises are in heavy consideration of changing their team nicknames. First, we're going to look at the Washington Redskins. They've been trying to change the team names, this team name for years now. The team has been called the Redskins since 1933. So they're trying to change it. You know, they're trying to change something that's been established for almost 90 years. To me, better late than never for the people who don't know the term Redskin is considered a derogatory name in the, na in the Native American community. And there's been articles of the team's owner saying that he talked to Indian chiefs and they don't deem that term offensive, which I'm not, which I am not buying at all. And the owner stated that 
the team name is to honor the Native American community. So you're going to honor a group of people by naming your team after a racial slur. That's like me saying, you know what? I want to honor the black community and I name my team to end words. Like that doesn't make no sense. Like I like I stated earlier, they've been trying to change the team name for years. And now since, you know, we're in this climate because of the murder of George Floyd, uh, we've been seeing this change ongoing in sports like NASCAR, for example, and reports are saying that the team's name will most likely change probably because they're hitting the owner where it hurts, which is their pockets and NFL owners don't, don't like when you mess with their money because Nike has taken down all the Redskins paraphernalia off their website and FedEx, that who the stadium is named after, they're filing something too against the owner, basically saying that we're not going to associate ourselves with you unless you change the team's names. And I looked online and some of the team name ideas are pretty cool. Uh, I've been hearing around Washington Red Tail has been tossed around. And of course, Red uh Red Tails, to me, sounds a lot better. It sounds cooler, rolls off the tongue more, and it honors the Tuskegee Airmen who flew planes with a crimson tail. Or if you want to keep it within the Indian tribes, I heard Washington Warriors, Washington Cherokees, Washington Seminoles, all sounds better to me than the term, you know, Redskin. Or maybe the Washington Senators, since they want to keep, since they're in the D.C. area, you know, of course, you had the Nationals and the uh, Capitals, so Senators will fit right in. And the other team, is trying to change is considering changing their name as the Cleveland Indians uh, for Major League Baseball. Um, I know they changed their logo from a few years ago because it used to be an Indian chief with like a darker reddish skin tone similar to Washington's logo, but they changed the name. They changed the logo to just a simple C. Of course, stands for Cleveland. But now, what now with the climate they're in? Now with now that the climate we are in with the fight for racial equality, the team is considering changing the. The team nickname because the team has been called the Indians since the nineteen since nineteen fifteen. So going on about one hundred and five years of them being called the Indians, but before that they were being called the Blues, the Broncos, and the Naps. And I thought they did they did a good job by changing the logo. I don't remember the, the team getting that much blowback from changing the logo, but if they want to change the name because they want to change the team name because they seem it as offensive to the Native American community. And I thought. Me personally, I thought the term Indians was not a bad team for a nickname. Granted, I am not a Native American community, so I cannot speak. I can't speak for them on what offends them or not. And of course, uh, POTUS had to say something about it, saying that the term Redskins and Indians show strength. I just hate. I just hate when people try to tell you what's offensive to you. Like, yeah, that logo is questionable that the Indians did have, but. Uh, they have other teams that have Native, Native American influences as their nicknames, like the Atlanta Braves, Chicago Blackhawks, and the Kansas City Chiefs. And I think the Blackhawks had controversy about their name as th their name too. I never heard nothing yet about the Braves or Chiefs about their names. Maybe because it's not deemed offensive because they're they don't have like an Indian face as their logo. Like I said, I can't speak on that on what's offensive or not to the Native American community. But when you think about it. Native Americans are the only like race in sports today to have team them after them. I'm pretty sure you name a team, like I said, the Caucasians or the N-words, that they will have to take that down because it is deemed offensive. But just because it's not a well-known slur doesn't make it less offensive. But I do, I do not have a problem with these two teams changing their names. I'm glad that people are finally realizing that these nicknames might have been okay in the 1930s, but it's not okay in the 2020s. And I hope we progressed 
since then, I really do hope so. But better late than never of changing these names. So this past Monday, Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes signed a 10-year, $450 million contract extension. Jesus Christ, that is a lot of money, and which will keep him in Kansas City until the 2031 season. Uh, this is the highest contract in NFL and sports history. I was trying to find some of the, num the exact numbers online. Luckily, Adam Schefter broke it down. For those of you who don't know, Adam Schefter is like the top reporter when it comes to NFL news. Basically, whenever he reports something, take that as the Bible because more than likely it is true. And he said uh, Patrick Mahomes' contract was over 100 pages long. I'm like, dang, I don't even like reading contracts and signing contracts that's like two pages long, let alone 100. And he said this deal was worth $450 million over a 10-year period and could be worth up to $503 million total. So this man signed half a billion dollar contract. And this extension includes $140, $140 million injury guarantee. I really don't know what that is. I just assume if he gets hurt, he gets $140 million guaranteed. Uh, this is the first time I've ever heard of something called an injury guarantee in a signing contract. You can tell that Kansas City is trying to take care of him. God forbid, knock on wood, he does not get hurt. But because he has two years left, on his rookie deal, uh, he got to finish these two years out. Then this mega deal kicks in. To, that's how it usually works out, in the, I think, in contracts. So he's going to be in Kansas City for the next 12 years. Um, basically, he's going to spend his entire career in Kansas City because he already did three years. If he does it 12 years, it'll be 15 years. Usually that's like the norm. That's like, but nowadays, that's like the normal career for a quarterback, for one of these great quarterbacks in the NFL. And the biggest kicker in his deal is no trade clause, meaning – Kansas City cannot trade Patrick Mahomes whatsoever, but if they cut him, it's going to be a hefty amount of money that's going to wreck their salary cap if they decide to cut or release Patrick Mahomes. And we usually don't see no trade clauses in the NFL deal. That's usually for uh, MLB and NBA contracts. And with that amount, of, with that amount of money and the years of that deal, he basically signed an NBA or M or he basically signed a major league baseball contract. But my one big question is, is he worth the money? I'm going to put it like this. You are worth what is someone willing to pay you. Uh, that's basically the uh, that's simplest, way, simplest way I can explain it. If he asked me of a young athlete in today's sports that's worth 10 years, $450 million, there's a lot of people you can think of. Giannis, Zion, Luka Doncic, Deshaun Watson, many, many more. But if I had to pick one athlete, in today's sports, a young athlete, up-and-coming athlete that's worth that amount of money is going to be Patrick Mahomes. Two years as a starter, three years total in the NFL. He has a 50-touchdown pass season, NFL MVP, Super Bowl MVP, and, of course, Super Bowl champion. And to me, Kansas City did the right thing, knowing that they got a generational-type player in Patrick Mahomes. They already locked him down for majority of his career. They basically told him, like, hey, man, uh, you might as well buy the house you're living in because you're not leaving Kansas City for a very, very long time. But I think to get the max out of this deal, uh, Patrick Mahomes got to win. He got to win at least two or three more Super Bowls. So in this deal to make it, you know, to make this deal worth it, there's a high possibility that they can because they're probably one of the favorites entering next year. And if they keep this offensive core together with him, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, add a few more supporting role players on offense. 
and keep an all right defense, I believe they could win two or three Super Bowls throughout this contract. And just wrapping things up, to me, I think Patrick Mahomes deserves this contract. I'm glad to see a black man get paid. You never can get mad at that. Mahomes is one of my favorite players to watch in sports today, like all of sports. Like if he's playing and I can watch it, I'm going to try and watch it. And I need to cop me a Patrick Mahomes jersey soon. But like I said, Mahomes, great player. Follow him on social media. Seems like a great guy, and I can't wait to see how the rest of his career plays out. Thank you for listening to another episode of the podcast. I greatly appreciate you taking time on your very busy day to get this podcast to listen. Please like, subscribe, share the podcast. Follow the podcast on Facebook at High Infinity Podcast. Follow the podcast on Twitter at High Infinity Pod. And follow me, the host, Jacob Knight, on Instagram and Twitter at SoYamAsia. And I will see y'all next week, and y'all be safe out there.